I'm Nicole Wakeland. And I'm Eileen Falkenberg-Hull. And this is Fast Women, brought to you by Newsweek. We travel the world, stay in the best hotels, drive the newest cars, and have off-the-beaten-path adventures. And we're going to tell you all about it. Let's buckle up and hit the road. Let's hit the road. Angry Eileen. Damn it. Hit the road. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Nicole, we have been on an adventure. Yes, we have. And honestly, it was a pretty fantastic one aside from the never ending flight delays. But I feel like at this point, like flight delays are kind of expected. Like, I mean, not obviously wanted, but kind of expected. It's the norm, which is sad. Like you go to bed and you have a flight and you wake up in the morning and you're like, what, what? No, you don't. It's three hours later. Like you're like, I got to sleep in, but you could have told me before I went to bed. So I could have adjusted yeah, if the you alarm. Yeah, if you could have done that, so I could have maybe still made the thing I was supposed to go to, that would have been good. Yeah, I went to bed for a different program than we were talking about, had a flight, and then by the time I woke up, it was delayed by nine hours, so I couldn't do what I was going to do because it wouldn't work. So a couple days at home, yay, missed driving the Cadillac Lyric for that one. Boo. 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 But we drove the Bronco Everglades this week. So that was exciting. That was worth waking up for. (laughs) That was worth waking up early for. And you know what? Unexpected and also really cool. Was chocolate cheese. You know what? Also unexpected? A three-bedroom hotel yes. room. Yeah, three beds in one hotel room is not, that's no. not the norm. I mean, one, Not on sure. my radar for 2022. Not yeah. at all Mm-mm. on my radar. Nope, Mm-mm. it was not. So uh, let's tell everyone about all of that and the reasons why we were lucky enough to experience them on this week's Fast Women. All right, so the plan for this week was laid out weeks ago. I mean, you and I have kind of been working on our strategy for the Bronco Everglades program because yes. we were flying into Detroit and we had some options. Ford was uh-huh. like, you know, which airport do you want to fly into from here? Because we needed to get basically to the Upper Peninsula, which if you're not familiar with it, that's like a four and a half hour drive. So we decided to fly into Detroit early, 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 pick up a Ford Expedition uh-huh. and to drive because you and I like to drive and we like to see new things and you've never made that drive before. I have. So, I'm not quite that exact drive, but I've driven up to the UP before. So I've been up that That's right. Direction. You've done it with me. Like, what am I thinking? We've yeah, done that we together. Did. We went like, to Traverse City once. We have. We have. I leave together. I'm glad it was that We've memorable. done that together. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was fantastic. It was really the car that made that experience uh, what it was. <laughs> but that's beside the point. We shall not speak ill of the dead uh so that that (laughs) that vehicle uh we picked up the expedition you know we're gonna go up we're gonna have like eight hours to explore along i-75 and all this sort of stuff and that did not happen it did not that not happen it did not happen because guess what there was a delay to my flight so my flight got delayed and because my flight was delayed i got in originally i was going to get in before you i was going to go run pick up our car and then pick you up the airport instead you got in like a couple hours before me you went and got the car you also got me um, my starbucks and a diet coke that was sitting in the cup holder like i've met you before I like was, i i know your i know your taste i was so <laughs> excited and the large can of diet coke not like the normal size can it's like the tall can for those of us who are serious yeah the tall boy the the serious tall boy of diet coke those of us who are serious about our diet cokes um so you picked me up so we lost a good like three hours yeah two and a half three hours so we we still could make the drive but it couldn't be quite as leisurely as we had planned which was kind of a bummer because it meant we had to cut off a couple of things that we were gonna do so to drive up I-75 uh, from the Detroit airport to Mackinac City, which was our destination for the evening, um, we drove basically just the entire route of I-75, which mm-hmm. if if you're not familiar with Michigan, then you put your left hand in front of you and your little thumb is sticking out to the right. And where your thumb meets your hand, that's basically where the Detroit airport is. And the tippy top of your middle finger is where Mackinac City is. 
And so you just drive the whole way. And we asked a lot of our friends. So a lot of our friends, obviously, the auto industry, they live in the Detroit area. They mm-hmm. live in Michigan. They travel up to the UP and up north uh, quite often. So we were like, OK, where do we need to stop? They had some ideas. They had tons of ideas, more ideas than we can use. And a couple that I really wanted to go to. And again, it's like, well, like we have this whole Ford thing we got to do. We have to eventually show up for dinner and stuff. So we had to, to cut a few things. Um, but that's OK. But we stayed on time yes. because we actually so it was really cool. So we traveled on Juneteenth, which, as everybody knows, it's a new federal holiday in the United States. And so most people had the day off. You Not and I us. didn't. But we I mean, like our companies gave us the day off. Right. But we didn't actually have the day off. So we were, we were going to do this drive. So we didn't have to respond to email. We didn't have to respond to text messages. Like it was so nice. We just was like, awesome. Yeah, it was just like, it's so nice. So I was like, you know what? We're going to ditch the Apple watch for a little bit because I don't actually need to see what's going on in my email while I'm sitting here in the driver or passenger seat Mm -hmm. or what's going on in my text. Put on these watches that the company Movement sent us. That's MVMT. um, MVMT MVMT.com is where you can find the watches. They sent us two watches of our choice to their credit um, to help keep us on time for this trip and to see just, you know, what we liked about them, what they didn't like about them. They gave us no talking points. They said just, you know, wear them, enjoy them and tell everybody what you think. And so that's what we did. So I picked the women's ceramic Coronado watch, which sounds very exciting. So ceramic. So it's a little bit heavier than a normal watch is. And it's chunkier, like, but not like, it's not like obese. It's, 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 it's not like a heavy watch. It weighs about as much as my Apple watch. It was 36 millimeters watch. So it was still like a women, they have men's and women's watches. So it was still, it wasn't like a men's watch face, like some of the giant watches that a lot of the guys are, that are popular with men these days. It was a normal fits in a women's wrist without looking like it's this huge oversized thing. It was a good size. Yeah, they sent mine. So they sent actually both of them to my house. So I got to bring you yours. Yes. But, um, they Along sent with them the Diet to my Coke and coffee. <laughs> yes, I, I'm, a, I'm a giver this week. She so is. Um, my husband actually removed one of the links for me. And I don't have a particularly slender wrist, but I also don't have like a chunky wrist. Um, so he, I mean, if I do say so myself, so he <laughs> removed one of the links for me fits perfectly. Um, I wore that all day and I yeah. have to say the weight. I was a little bit worried about the weight because it is ceramic. Um, I love the way it looks. It's just very simple, right? It's just the watch face. There's nothing fancy. Yours had a bunch of fancy dials on it though. You, I had, got, a, you had ceramic, but it was a little different. I got a fancy pants one. Mine was called the Nova and I got a white watch, like it's gloss white. The whole thing's white. The face is white. The band is white. The only color on it, there's like the little, the little, um, dial has some gold on on it and it, so there's a little bit of gold on it but essentially a white watch which is kind of funky so it, it truly is it's kind of like how I wear a watch like the Apple watch that I wear all the time is just like having my phone it's like a functional thing I need to have it this was like having a piece of jewelry it was kind of nice it just looked pretty I put it on my wrist with my bracelets um, and I loved it mine has like you mine has the days of the week and there's two little 24 hour dials like little dials so that you can kind of you can see if you want to do 24 hour time, or if you wanted to also set one of those to be like, this is the time here. This is the time at home. This is the time we should just set. I should just set one to California time all the time because just, I should have a California dial on there. Um, so I had the same thing. And you know what? When we wrote, wore these on the drive that we were on, um, which we'll describe more in a bit, it sweaty, gross, disgusting, fantastic drive though, as I say that, but mud and dirt and muck. And this thing was fine. Which is kind it was of great. Something. Like that's kind of what I like about the ceramic is that it felt like it was very washable. Yeah. Like I felt like I could just like get it dirty throughout the day and it wasn't going to scratch. It wasn't going to be bad. Um, but it was very elegant looking. Like I had one that was called cashmere taupe. 
which Ooh. I would call a dark nude. So like, <laughs> like if I was shopping for bras, it would be a dark nude. But this was cashmere taupe. And I really like the way it blended kind of with everything I wore during the week. So like, obviously we weren't super fancy during this trip because we did go for a significant amount of really mucky, dirty off-roading. Yep. But... I really felt like it actually worked. Like I could wear it out to dinner. When we got back. We had some nice dinners. I wore it on the way up there, but I also wore it when we were actually out in the muck and I didn't worry about it. Yeah. And the price went like 198. Like you think yours was around $250. Mine was a little bit more. Mine was 248. But like, so it's not like it's a $29.99 watch that you bought at Target, but it also, it lo- it doesn't, it looks better than that. Like it, it's a nice watch. If you want a, p- a watch that looks different and kind of is not just a timekeeping device, it's also a nice little sort of a jewelry. It's an accoutrement to your your outfit. I I thought these were great. This is fun. I didn't know this company existed, and I I've I'm still wearing it. Like it's not like I just wore it up there and was like, well, I have to wear this to check this out. I like it. I wore it even my I wore it out to dinner, and so I was like, oh, nice watch. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I like it. Like I will continue wearing it. Yes. Um, even like I know you had like the day we I guess the day we drove back to Detroit, you had your Apple Watch on one side because it was a weekday, and we actually had to be yeah, like adhering so to emails. Like, and you had watches. the nice yeah the movement watch on the other wrist, and you and it looked really good with your silver jewelry your white one and I was just like I'm like that actually like I I don't hate that look it's honestly because I feel like it is like an extension of your phone and then like your jewelry piece like the thing that you actually want to look good in and I love to like I'd forgotten like what it actually means to check your watch, right? Like, cause you're, I mean, you're driving, you're walking and like, you're used to like turn over your phone, you look at your phone, you look at your watch, you're like, oh, it's, it's 1247 and I have 74 new emails yeah, and text exactly. messages to address. And like driving up there, I just turned to like, look at the watch. I'm like, oh, it's just 215. There's nothing else like, coming it's like with a little simplified. Just 215. No. I know the time. That's all I need to know. I know there is something nice to it. Just having a watch that's a watch that doesn't tell you your emails, your text messages, the last post that someone put up on Facebook, the fact that you have a Slack message, that you're your flight is delayed again on Delta. Nope. Doesn't tell me any of those things. It's just and, and while those things are important, it's yes. nice to just like have time stand still. So that's yes. kind of what we did. So going back up north to Mackinac City was very much a step in a different direction for us. Yes. I mean, people who listen to this podcast are used to us staying at luxury hotels, uh-huh. driving luxury and super luxury cars uh-huh. to having very curated adventures with charcuterie <laughs> trays and at Charcuterie's? elegant restaurants. Yes. And when we say this was not that trip, we mean this it. was not that trip. But yet, this was the... Yeah, we, it was so much fun. So as we say, this is an yes. atypical trip for us. We had a blast on this trip from the car to the event, to everything. It was is fantastic. It was fantastic. And we got up there. We got on time and we were on time the whole time we were up there. Thanks to Movement Watches. Yes. And so we will talk about the adventure we had, what we stayed on time for. And we'll tell you all about our, we'll say, surroundings. Okay. And food when we get back. Surroundings. So to recap, we're wearing our fancy new movement watches. We're making pretty good time. We're ignoring everything else because it's a holiday on our way up I-75 to stop at some very important cultural attractions, Eileen. Right. And that is that is really the key to the game here is culture, right? Mm-hmm. So culture differs from place to place. You know, <laughs> the culture at Versailles in France is very different than the culture in, say, Pecani, Michigan. Oh, and yeah. for that, we are both grateful and, you know, we've had an experience. Yes. So we... We were preparing for this trip, like we said, for weeks. So we hit up a lot of our friends, and I'm going to shout out to a few of them because they are both listeners and friends. We kind of like what they gave us. So Brandon Tarkas from Motor One, uh, he knows the key to our hearts. And so he recommended a pie shop in Detroit, um, which is called Sister Pie. He said it has the best pies in Detroit. It did not make this trip, but I will be back in July. Yeah, it was the timing. I will be back back in July in Detroit. Uh, Yeah, in July 
in Detroit. Yeah, that's right. In Detroit okay. in so July. Back in July. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in Detroit in July. And um, I am 100% going to that pie shop and well, I might just bring a slice for Brandon because I'll see him when I'm up there. And you know what? I had heard, it's funny, when he recommended that, I remember someone from Detroit completely unrelated to this saying that sister pie was this amazing pie and she was sharing pictures this woman katie reber she's a stellantis person and oh, she was katie yeah and she had shared i was like sister pie what is this and i've never been able to go and when brandon mentioned it i was like yes and then delta delayed my flight and i was like no like shaking my fist to the sky because we had to cut things out we couldn't hang around in detroit we had to get on the so that one that one did not make it and i was very so we very will sad have- we will have a review of Sister Pie later in this podcast. We'll we make will. sure that happens because we are we are the Pie Queens. We um, are. So, uh, TM, no trademark on that, though. Uh, Mark Phelan from Detroit Free Press said that the jerky outlet was a must stop. He told you that. And I love he Mark. Did. Um, and we did see the jerky outlet, but we had to sacrifice the jerky outlet because of uh, flight delays. Unfortunately, yeah. we saw it. We waved to it as we went past. We said, thinking of you. Thanks, Mark. Um, but we got some jerky elsewhere. We and- did. We stopped. Uh, Angie from Ford's communications team was all about us stopping at Picaning for some cheese. And to be quite frank, cheese outweighs jerky in my mind. I know. And but does it really outweigh pie? I feel like we had to stop such a weird thing, but I, I, it's close on the pie. I mean, well, it is on the pie, but I will say like the pie logistically for a route was not the most advantageous situation because it's in downtown Detroit. So like, we know that's not really where we were going. And we don't know if we're ever going to be up in Pecaning again, but we know that we're going to be in Detroit. So sister pie will happen at some point where the cheese thing, we might not be heading up there till somebody else wants to have us go drive through the muck, which could be who knows when. So it was a prioritization. How frequently are we going to be in these places where we can get to these things, I guess. Absolutely. And we didn't stop at the Saginaw Historic Sign Park, uh, which I know I told you about a little bit, but it's this really cool spot. It's like a parking lot in Saginaw, Michigan, that has like all these old timey neon signs in it. It's very cool. It's really unique. It's if you're going to get off the interstate because you want to like have your kids stretch your legs like it's you can kind of go to that. You can see it real quick, but they can go across the river and there's a huge park there. Crayola Park has a playground. It's a great spot for kids to get out and exercise. But we did not have children. We had movement watches. We had bags in the back of the Ford Expedition. We were burning fuel as it was. So we didn't <laughs> stop there either. Um, but we did take time to go to the pecaning we'll say pecaning uh michigan just in general because we went to two different cheese shops yeah across the street from each other um we have definite thoughts about both of those we tried local cuisine there local um, cuisine and we, tr- we have elevated that it's now cuisine you know i i, I don't know how i feel. i mean i know how i feel about it but um so the first place we went was the pecaning cheese company and Which, just as a heads up they d- they do not have a restroom, which is how we I was ended saying, up. You did not last long there because was, you were doing the pee-pee dance the minute you got out of the car. Woman, I'd have the giant thing of Diet Coke and I'd have the giant thing of uh, Starbucks coffee. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't have a bathroom? So literally, I'm like, I, give me the keys to the giant expedition. I'm going across the street and up the road a little bit. So I went to another cheese shop, which once I was there, I'm like, we have to come back here because this one's cool too. But then I did go back to Conning Cheese Company and we got... There was a there is, in fact, a billion different kinds of cheese there. And we got the Pinconning cheese, like their official sharp cheddar. Is it a cheddar? It's like a Colby. It's like a Colby Colby cheese. They have aged Colby and they have like giant wheels of it and they lop it off and wrap it in like plastic and butcher's paper and give it to you. And so we got that because we figured we got that at we got that at Wilson's cheese shop. Oh, we got that at Wilson's. Which is Shopee, S H O P P E. And you'll recognize it if you ever go to Pecani because there's a giant mouse statue on yes. the roof. It's a mouse. Holding it's like 
a cheese. And, I feel and then like there's a same size one just down below. It's like they ordered two and one got lost in shipment from Amazon. So then they got the second one and then the first one showed up. It's like that. But and I feel it's really like, cute. It's, it's like a cute little store. It, like if you have a cheese shop and there's a giant mouse on it, I like a fake mouse, not a real one. Giant fake mouse. I feel that's a good recommendation for like, they know they're people. We just make cheese. Mice will like us. We're all about the cheese. Look, we're happy. We're fun. We have a giant cheese and a piece of cheese and a giant mouse is our mascot on our building. I'm like, I'm in. I will go check it out. And- and Pecan and Cheese Company across the street, just down maybe 100 yards from the yeah. Wilson's Cheese Shoppy, is just slightly different. It is more of like a deli style uh, mm-hmm. establishment. Um, you get in, you know, there, there's a there's a fudge bar. There's a mm-hmm. spreadable cheese bar. Yep. There's um, a hot foods ordering station. Uh, Wilson's Cheese Shoppy has some more actual shopping um, that you can yes. do to it. They, they Both both areas, it should be noted, have giant cases full of sausages um which high on my list sausages um, and lots of wine lots and lots of regional wine and whiskey i didn't really associate whiskey with michigan now i do <laughs> i associate all liquor with any location i feel like if you, you can make it happen for you no matter where you are and we did we did later in the trip but that's a different story we'll talk about that next segment but anyway so we got so before we went, like we did a little bit of research. And so they were saying, you know, the two things you have to have at the Pecani Cheese Company are the pizza loaf uh-huh. and then the grilled cheese. So the pizza loaf is kind of like, it's like, imagine sort of like a calzone, but one that's so- flat enough and small enough so that you can just pick it up and they wrap it in plastic. It's like an they, oven mitt size. Yeah, oven mitt it's size. Like, that, like same, like, so the same like height same, and everything. Yeah, yeah, like an oven mitt. But then they lop it in half so you can hold each have your half of oven mitt and it's got uh, pepperoni in there and cheese and stuff. And, and it's a giant, it, so that's the pizza loaf. But it's not like loafy. It's like they f- took a thin crust pizza and like folded it in half, mm-hmm. but didn't crisp it. They cooked it. It's got like, like it's got really thin deli pepperoni in it. Like you're like, it's the deli special. Like it doesn't feel like yeah. special. It's just this, the deli special. Again, this, I'm going to put in air quotes. You can't see this cuisine is really down to earth, but like you want a pepperoni pizza. You want to be able to like, just take it and go and still eat it. Hey, pizza loaf. That does it for you. you. Know, so you can grab I the pizza like- loaf. It's like the northern Michigan version of Hunt's Brothers pizza, but folded together. Like, it's there like they go. baked it, and then they immediately saran wrapped it in, like, 30 layers of saran wrap. Oh, my God, trying to get unwrapped. I'm like, you guys, oh. what are you trying to protect this from? It, literally, I was ready to, like, take my teeth to it and just rip it apart. I'm like, come on, I can't get this out, and I'm starving. So we had the it, pizza loaf, and then the grilled cheese, which was just in a nice little, like, styrofoam container thing. It was huge, though. The, like, the bread, it was, like, it was... The bread was measured in inches of thickness. Yeah, they were. it was, like, yeah. an inch of bread on the top of the bottom and probably an entire stick of butter so if you were looking to have a heart attack (laughs) here's your grilled cheese sandwich it'll do the trick (laughs) yeah and it it was interesting so i think it's hilarious so that you and i stopped to try so we ordered everything right we we did all of our shopping at both establishments um we went and sat in the hello wellness parking lot which Which, appears to be a boarded up health facility (laughs) to try all of the cheese and meats And we, we also bought a little cheese knife, which I, I left in the hotel. We, did, we had to buy a little knife. I couldn't bring it with me because TSA would have confiscated it because, you know, it's like had a blade that was all of two inches long or whatever. So we were cheese knife. So we, we used that to, to, to cut everything apart. But the, the thing that I loved, oh, my gosh, we got this because it was it sounds really gross, you guys. But you got to just come with me on Go this with part us. of the journey. Go with us. The chocolate cheese hold up it's like a cheese spread it's like a processed cheese spread there is nothing again nothing healthy or real i don't think in this but it's like and it it's looks like a cheddar giant. mixed with cocoa powder yeah it was really good it was very sweet and i'm like if you had like a bagel and cream cheese and you put the chocolate oh, cheese yeah. on it 
Yeah, that'd be good stuff. I so mean, it was good. Like, cheese. It reminded me a bit of a truffle, like the inside of yeah. a soft truffle. Like I, I would mm-hmm. actually order that somewhere on the regular. Like it wasn't bad for me. It was, it right? was almost like chocolate cream cheese, like without, yes, but without that like soft. sourness that you get with the cream cheese. Yeah. And it's very soft like that, but it's, um, I really I enjoyed like the chocolate that. cheese was the biggest surprise. I know we didn't go there for chocolate cheese, but I really enjoyed that. And it paired nicely with the ostrich jerky that we got. I know. We also picked um, the weirdest <laughs> jerky. There were very many weird jerky choices and we went with a, like a strip of ostrich jerky, which, you know, it kind of, it, it just tastes like, it didn't taste any specifically different. I'm like, okay, I would eat this. If you just handed this to me and said, have some jerky, I would assume it was just like regular old boring beef jerky. But if you like jerky, ostrich is, is just quite fine and tasty. So we had ostrich jerky, chocolate cheese, a grilled cheese sandwich, and a pizza loaf in the health and wellness thing, because we were the total antithesis of anything health or wellness as we sat there eating all this food. And I'm going to say that kind of set the precedent though, for the entire trip, because my gut like rejected all of that. And then it was just like, (laughs) we're just going to be off the whole rest of the trip. Like you're just going to have to wait till you get home. Yeah. We we did pay a price for for eating entertainment. We'll say, yeah, for the entertainment, for eating like we were like college boys or something. It was like, oh gosh. Yeah, so like we that was the type of grease you ingest when you've been out drinking the night before and you're uh-huh. 20 years old and you, uh-huh. I'm sorry, 21 years old when you're drinking. 21, 21 oh my goodness, years old. Correct yourself. And, yep. then, <laughs> and then you go and you just eat like all the greasy food. But conning would be the stop for you. That, that would, would be absolutely the be the stop go. for you. It, I, yeah. I'm glad we experienced it. I have had my fill. I don't actually need to feel like we need to go back. Um, no. But I really enjoyed the chocolate cheese. Chocolate cheese was number one. It was good stuff. So we got all that. Hopped back in. It was my turn to drive the the petite little Ford Expedition. And uh, yeah, and then we continued up on our journey to get to Mackinac City. All right. We'll talk about that when we get back from break. <laughs> So the real reason we went to Mackinac City was that we could then drive 90 minutes from Mackinac City to Drummond Island, which is basically you go 20 minutes due north of Mackinac City, you cross over the Mackinac Bridge, and you go uh, an hour and some odd minutes directly to the right. And Mm -hmm. you stop just before you get to Canada. You take a ferry ride, which is a lovely little 10-minute ferry ride. Um, It was great. It's a beautiful, I mean, it's remote. There is no cell service, um, but a beautiful part of the country. And I'm really glad we got to experience it. I'd never been up quite that far before. You and I've been to St. Ignis Ignis together. I've been to Sault Ste. Marie, um, but never to Drummond Island. It's kind of one of those places people forget about and time is forgotten about. And that's not a bad thing. We did see a sign, though, as soon as we got over the island for baked goods bingo. And I'm and telling I you, have to say, hey, that worked. We'd have been like, Ford, we are skipping your dinner. We've got baked goods bingo to yes. go to. I yes. wanted to go to that. I want to win like, hey, you've won a croissant. I'd be like, coolest bingo ever. <laughs> I think you're really stretching on the fact they're going to have croissants. I'll take a tin of muffins. But either muffins, way, like I am cookies. down for baked goods bingo. Yeah. Some yes. old ladies, you know, chocolate chip cookies are probably amazing. Whatever was available at the baked goods bingo, I would have been in for that experience, I would have stopped for that. I totally would have stopped if that had been a, a possibility on our schedule. Sadly, it was not. It was not. It was not. No. So we drove a traditional Bronco. Uh, I think it was a four door. We drove up there a Bronco, it, just a green yes. Bronco four door. It was yeah. just a lovely. I mean, I, I love the Bronco. I mean, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. not. I, I don't. I'm not afraid to admit it. I just love the Bronco. So we drove <laughs> that up there, um, and. And we drove that, drove to Drummond Island, and then Drummond mm-hmm. Island, we switched out to the new Bronco Everglades, which if you think of like 
cars being a family. Bronco kind of has one for every flavor now. They've got all the yes. traditional Broncos. They've got Big Ben. They've got uh, they've got ones the Sasquatch package, which makes it larger and more imposing. And they've got Bronco Raptor, which is just cool and off road and deserty. Well, Bronco Everglades is for swampy conditions, and so swampy, swampy, we didn't swampy. go to the swampy conditions. We didn't go to the Everglades because you know predators. Um, but we went to what I'm going to call the Neverglades, which is the up north Everglades. I know, right? Yeah. I'm very, very He's so clever. My husband, my husband came up with that. I'll say that he just kept <laughs> trashing me about saying go to the Neverglades. Uh, but good anyway, job, hubby. The, the Bronco Everglades. Um, it comes with a factory installed snorkel, so it looks really cool. It is super functional. A 10,000 pound xenon worn winch Sasquatch package. It has a fording depth capability of just over 36 inches. It has cool, unique graphics, washout flooring, super important, and marine uh-huh. grade upholstery, which is also very important. Yes. Um, so, which means you can get it dirty, you can get it wet, you can get it muddy, and you can clean it all. Well, better yet, you have somebody else clean it all up like we did, but we did get it absolutely filthy. And we went through Covered. some of the absolute muckiest, gross. There's a reason we had waiters on conditions. Yeah. Ford and gave we us like all it, waiters so that we, it was because like, they said you may or may not need them, but if somehow you decide you need to get out of the vehicle and in certain spots, literally you could hear the water. It felt like you were in a small little boat in a swamp. You could hear the water just sploosh, sploosh, sploosh against the metal of the of the Bronco. So if you had had to step out there, you would have needed waiters or you would have been like butt deep in the mud and muck. I definitely think we maxed out the fording capability in a number of areas. There was water coming up over uh, the hood of the car in a few spots. And I mean, we did hit some at some speed too, to make it do that. Um, But there was actual like, like, 100 yards, 200 yards at a time where you couldn't see anything below the hood of the vehicle because we were all underwater. You could feel that like sloshing undercarriage feeling, which I only say when I'm talking about vehicles, hopefully. (laughs) And it was, it's just one of those things like it was just, and it's just cool, right? We did that for, it was like eight hours. We were out there driving. Like it it was was not a lot of driving. Yeah, but it was awesome. I mean, there's something really cool about when you're in the muck and stuff and it's dark brown mud and you look up and like the ferns are that like bright green and the the trees are green. You're just like, this is nature. And I knew also I was in nature because of the amount of DEET I was wearing. Oh my gosh. So we both may die a couple months earlier because of our DEET exposure, but totally worth it to not have the gigantic horse flies. Like they were big. They were large. They felt like if they had bitten you, you would have a welt that made it look like you had a growth on your face. They were huge. And a couple of the guys decided they were going to do like, oh, I'm taking the top off on whatever. I'm like, you people are fools. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, mosquitoes, it's a real problem. So we kept yeah. everything tightened up because it's a swamp. Like, enjoy the open air. The open air in a swamp also has creatures. I didn't want the creatures. I chose no creatures that would be nibbling on me. No, and I apparently forgot like a one inch by six inch swath <laughs> on the back side of my arm on the left side because I have about 13 mosquito bites like right here. I'm like showing Nicole and I'm like, I'm not even joking. I've been itching since I got back. I have all these little scabs now. Um, It's very sexy. And it was, it was, it was a lot of deep. It was like deep where like we took a shower, we got back and I'm like, there's an oily residue in the shower. Yeah, it's like, and I like you, feel you, you felt like hair. it was up your nostrils, yeah. Um, but we have warded off dengue fever. So, yes. you know, there's always, a, there's 
always a plus side there. But it was but, it was okay, an so amazing is, drive. I thought it was really cool. You know, and the thing is, like, you're you know, as it, it, we've talked about the Bronco before, and like we just drove the Raptor. It does exactly what the Bronco is supposed to do. And the thing that is so cool about driving this is you think like, okay, I'm driving through water that I'm I'm pushing the fording depth on this vehicle, right? And I'm literally driving through water. I can't necessarily you can't see. It's muddy, mucky water. It's not crystal clear. So you're you know, there's rocks and bumps and soft spots and hard spots. And so it's it's you know, you're going through it at so slow speed so you can react to whatever you feel as you drive over things. But you never have this fear like, uh oh, I am in way over my head here. This is going to be trouble. Like you never it instills such a sense of confidence. So if you're someone who frequently drives places where there's a lot of water off roading, because depending on where you live and what kind of off roading you do, you might be doing sandy, dry stuff in the desert. You might be doing something that's more just like mountainous and dirt and rocks, or you could be doing something that's a bunch of swamp. If swamp is a part of what you're doing, water is a part of what you're doing. This was amazing. I mean, this, you know, like, you know, the automaker isn't going to say, hey, we're going to put you in something that's on purpose. The car can't handle. Of course, they're putting you in situations they believe the vehicle can handle, but they're not, they're like, they didn't hold back. It wasn't like, oh, here's 12 inches of water for you to ford through. It's like, no, are we past your fording depth? Like it was right there. They pushed it to the limits of what they said it could do. And it did all those things without hesitation. And there's a good, there were what, 12 people on each of these ways. And that's 12 varied skill levels, right? None of us spend all day, every day mucking through a swamp. None of us spend all day, every day with the Bronco Everglades. So you don't have people who are necessarily experts in doing this. And yet everybody did it. I don't think anybody in our group managed to get themselves stuck. You know, there were little moments like, oh, I took that line a little bit wrong. I got to back up a little bit and come forward. You know, there were that, which is typical of any vehicle. But no one, no one got stuck, but they did get to use the winches. Our, our lead guy, Seth, our engineer, um, he was hilarious. They winched a tree and then later on there was a tree that didn't really need to be winched. He's like, hey guys, I can use the winch. Should I use the winch to move that out of the way? I think in reality we didn't need it, but Seth's like, no, 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 we're going to use the winch. All met out there doing their like, I'm an engineer, now I am committed and I'm going to winch this tree out of the way. It was hilarious. <laughs> And Nicole and I sat there inside the Everglades uh, model uh-huh. we were sharing and stayed where it was air conditioned and there were no bugs. And mm-hmm. we watched them for about half an hour enjoy themselves with the winch. It is very capable. You and I know how to winch. Like, there's, it's not right. any skin I off our butt for them. Winch, yeah. um, but they were really enjoying themselves. And there comes a time as a participant in a group activity where you're like, you know what? We're going to let them have this. Yeah. We're going to let them have this. And then when they were overcommitted, it's like, you know what? Now it's best that I keep our commentary inside the soundproof-ish vehicle where right. we can talk amongst ourselves and, and have this and discussion were, rather than the other way around. And they were fine. They did it. They winched the little tree out of the way. Um, and even afterwards, he's laughing. He's like, yeah, so once I was committed to that, it was like, and we're teasing him about being an engineer. I was like, did you break out a protractor? Did you figure out all your angles and your weight and all this stuff? He was just... They had fun. The guys had fun winching this tree out of the way, which was, and, and it I is worth okay, saying, we'll just kick back and relax for a minute, boys. <laughs> and so it is worth saying that like, this is, they got like, I don't know, a 
quite a number of inches of rain, like probably like half yeah. a foot of rain over the week before we got right. there. So while they had run this course before, like it was very much ever changing with both evaporation yeah. and then the runoff from the water. So right. they didn't exactly know what to expect at every turn. So kudos right. to the Bronco events team who put it together and the engineers who helped us run it safely. Um, but yes. we also did something. So like we weren't in the water and in the deep mud and ruts all the time. We actually right. did some uh, rocky off-roading um, uphill where yes. we went uphill and um, watched Seth have a touch of a struggle. So here's my question for you. So we did rocks in it. We did sand in it. We did muck in it. We did ruts. We did water. Yeah. At this point in the Bronco lineup, like, what else can they do? Because like, like we're not doing like a lunar Bronco. I'm not taking say, Elon, like, you know? Elon Musk is going to finance me to they lunar. Don't, they don't comment on future product. Maybe there is a lunar Bronco coming. <laughs> I know. I think GM's supposed to be building that. But like, no, like, like literally, like they I want do, to know like what is a, next. Could they do? I'm not even kidding. Could they do a super winter weather Bronco? Like a, the the so over, you and I were talking about that, right? right? Like because when we said can, we want to take one up up like to like. Canada like we would love to drive a Bronco yeah. in the North Pole Ford are you listening um Nicole and I would like to go to the North Pole we could bring Seth with us and maybe like a comms person right. we'll have and a great he, time you can play with um, the winch and like tow snowballs yeah. out of the way or something yeah but they did mention that like you need to have the right tires and a winch because they're like oh it might not be that great in deep snow and I'm like here's your opportunity we need like a Bronco white face Whiteface is a mountain in upstate New York, and it's known for ice and snow. Or Bronco, like a Bronco white. What about maybe not Whiteface? I feel like maybe maybe that's the wrong way for this contemporary culture. Yeah, Mm. let's find Mm. another one. Okay, Uh, let's find another one. Bronco. Yeah, we'll find Bronco something. Bronco white. I don't know. You can't do white. I feel like you can't do white. But anyway, so we'll we'll take a look at that. We'll we'll let their marketing team know what we decide. Um, but yeah, we I think a snow version is really the way we need to go. Like an uh, extreme snow version, not a concept, or maybe a concept. But I feel like that's like the the last frontier. Not the last frontier. Um, I mean, I'm sure there's some really cool stuff coming down the road shortly. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Um, but I don't know about. Uh, a snow edition and i would we've like only, to see we've done desert, a snow edition we've done, we've done normal we've yes. done desert we've done swamp we need a snow version i also would like to let the ford team know i would be open to going to a like hawaiian island and driving around <laughs> the island like around rocks and waterfalls <laughs> and beaches and then also having a day on the beach i would actually finance a lot of that um but i would be open to that and i feel like with that like there's not as many bugs so we could do the bugs like maybe and we'd like we could go there's see the volcano no pro- like the fire but when edition it's winter, but when it's winter there's no bugs zero bugs they're all i love dead. winter you dead, know this dead, i love dead, winter dead, dead. I, know. I think see, we, need we need to we need to help a mod out a snow edition we need a bronco that is totally tricked out for winter weather and we need to take it somewhere where the snow is crazy deep oh that would be so much fun oh I we need the shovel idea. across the back the shovel yes. across the back or across the road like you can do so it in a jeep can, yes but it's a snow so shovel can, yes but it's a little snow shovel so you can dig out when the drifts are too big that's what we need i want that and then that and then you and i can equip our little bronco icon with a scarf with little, so scar- it'll be, little scarf. <laughs> the little Mustang has a scarf. Little, yes. little scarf on it. Little scarf to keep yeah. toasty. Yeah, we can drink hot, hot chocolate out of thermoses. Oh, I've got a plan. Okay, let's make I've this got a plan. happen. I'm, I'm down ready. for this. I mean, I'm it's down only for this. June, we but we have plenty people. of time to plan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So so we did all that. We came back. Um, let's talk a little bit about our hotel because we have not talked about our hotel yet. Um, we stayed in Mackinac City at the Bridge Vista Beach Hotel. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. less than it we w- normally stay at in terms of was, both price point and accommodation. 
It was it was number 18 of 40 hotels in Mackinac City, which means there's 17 better hotels. And I believe two of them were campgrounds. <laughs> yeah, there was there was two that were definitely closer to campgrounds. Um, it's billed as Northern Michigan's premier hotel and convention center. Um, so, you which, know, you know, anyone it, can say anything in a tagline. Right. And let's is as we were picking on the hotel, it was still really fun, but it was it was different. You had you were right on the beach, you could walk out onto the, the beach, which was cool, and there was this nifty fire pit. And the staff in the hotel was super, super nice. Our rooms were super, super interesting. They had character. <laughs> they had, they had character. character. Mine had three beds. I know it was um, the strangest thing. I'm like, what do you mean it has three beds? And you look at it, just like, you know how you normally have like two like full size beds in a hotel. No, purse had like another one in the middle, three. So she could just be like, bounce, bounce, bounce back and forth between three beds. Yeah, but I've seen the TikToks and you don't bounce, bounce, bounce from bed to bed unless you you're kind of going to the Northern Michigan hospital, whatever that might be. Mm-hmm. And that level of care might consist of. And Absolutely. also I have a deductible. And as an adult, I feel like I need to honor that deductible and try not to use it. So <laughs> we did not do that. But I will say my favorite review. So in researching this hotel, my favorite review from TripAdvisor said, quote, odors throughout the hotel made me concerned that there are multiple hygiene and cleanliness issues. I, and I will is- say, I walked in and I swear to the heavens on high that somebody had spilled ramen noodles inside the heating and cooling apparatus <laughs> because everything I both wore and could smell for the entire time I was there, even with the window open, little ramen uh, was smelling like a ramen packet been lit on fire. And as we were um, laughing about this, it was fine. Ford, it was fine. We're not really picking on you. Yeah, it's it part was of the fine. nature. It was an adventure. We were, it was just fun. We laughed about it the whole time. It was so much fun. It's like, well, this is a different experience. And it was, but the, the, evenings when we came back from our dinners we went out back and they had a fire pit like they had a couple of different fire pits and they had one sort of like reserved for all of us so we all sat out there making marshmallows having a drink and watching one night there was fireworks off the pier in the distance just kind of relaxing it was probably the one of the single most relaxing press events from that point of view ever to just come out the door your little little cheap hotel (laughs) sit by the water and have a drink and roast some s'mores it was really that was fun it truly was it was really fun like we need we more trips where there's like hot dogs and hamburgers by the fire right? and a bottle of wine we may have purchased when we left dinner early um you know yes. that sort of thing and a but, cheap okay little so what we talk market. about yeah what we talk about that cheap little market and some other things um some other markets we went to when we get back from break sounds good All right, we are back. We were still in Mackinac City, Michigan, which is top mm-hmm. of the middle finger in Michigan, not in spirit, <laughs> but in location. And yes. so we st- you heard about where we stayed at the Bridge Vista Beach Hotel and Convention mm-hmm. Center. And we went to a few different local restaurants during the trip. Um, number one thing to remember when you go up that way is bring cash because not every establishment takes credit cards, um, yes. which, you know, it's just something to get used to. So you will want to make sure you bring a substantial amount of, not a substantial amount of cash. Nothing's expensive, but like a good amount of cash, have a little cash in your pocket. Um, The first night we ate dinner at a place called the hook, Mm -hmm. um, which was kind of an upscale ish for that area. Sort of seafood restaurant. Yeah. Yeah, It was was fine. It was, it it was definitely like, you don't want to wear, you know, your mucking around boots, Um, but you want to, it's fine. Right. It's a place Nicole and I would go like with our family. It's totally fine. Yes. Um, The second night we went to white Buffalo, which was in the little like main street strip. Um, Aesthetically, it was fine. Uh, Atmosphere wise, they were totally understaffed as many restaurants are in the area. Which which always makes you feel a little bad because you know, your service is slow and it's not because your waitress isn't running around like a chicken with her head cut off, but she has 
three times the number of tables that the poor woman should have had. And she's doing everything she can. So they get points for trying. And I think the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. She was trying. And then the kitchen staff also just understaffed. And so like, if I'm going to get on a little bit of a soapbox, I'm going to say, if you're going out to eat this summer, like just give your waitresses and the kitchen staff a break. I mean, we waited, we waited over an hour for drinks. It was not ideal, but, um, you know, we were patient. We tried trying. to be patient. It helped. They're we were trying. in good company. They were trying. And, you know, just try and do with what you've got. But we, we got done with dinner. Um, and we actually decided that it was the perfect moment to walk a few blocks to the establishment named Mickey's Mini Mart, uh-huh. which is, in fact, a mini mart. It, it, is, it is exactly as advertised. It, sells it smells everything. like the 70s. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it smells like the limited liquor supply they have there. Um, and all the tall boys of all of the Four loco and et cetera type beverages you yes. can buy um, that you would expect from that region of the country and that sort of atmosphere. So we bought, you and I bought a bottle of cherry wine. Because Michigan, you have to buy cheap cherry wine when you're in northern it was Michigan. Very they cheap don't let cherry you wine. It was like $9.99. I think it was it barely was, wine. It was yeah, red. It was, no, it, it was arsenic more than it was wine, I'm pretty sure, based on the way my headache was the next day. And we bought um, red solo but, cups because you, you have to have red solo cups to go with cheap cherry wine when you're in northern right. Michigan. Like, you're not going to drink that stuff out of a glass. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So we got and that. And the next door was like a little ice cream shop. Mm-hmm. So the cash only ice cream shops went the ice yes. got Superman ice cream, which is like a bubblegum flavored ice cream. It's a Michigan thing. Yeah. Um, and so we went and had that. And then we went back to the hotel and drank by the fire, which is honestly yeah. like, like you were talking about the last segment, like so relaxing. It like I need so more of that nice. in my life. It was nice. Like we literally, we just sat a bunch of ducks wander by. We're like, look, baby ducks. Like we were all just, we literally really, were just hanging out with us. Yeah. It was, it, it was, was so truly bizarre. just a fun, nice time. All of us sitting by the fire chatting a bunch of the guys that we were with happened to be cigar smokers. Also at Mickey's mini Mart purchased a variety <laughs> of cigars of questionable quality, but they smoked them all. They enjoyed themselves so we just it was like a really great way to like sort of end the evening especially the second night you know this was not a fancy pants trip this was a rugged trip because we're driving a rugged vehicle in the muck so it fit everything fit with what the the vehicle was like to stay in a fancy hotel would have felt totally disconnected this all worked like you would be going out and having fun and camping and being out there with your friends if you're driving this in the swamp and that's kind of what we did at the end of the night, which was nothing short of perfection. They were great. I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed the trip. It was, it was, it was completely different, but it needed to be. And it, it really, I was so comfortable uh, doing it. I mean, just as comfortable as you and I are when we have to put on like fancy dress clothes and right. go these, you know, 10 course meals. This was Absolutely. just the opposite. And it was wonderful. Um, one thing that was not the opposite of our usual shtick was that yes. we went to the Mackinac Bakery. Oh my gosh, this bakery was the gem. I mean, okay. So the Bronco Everglades was fantastic. The Mackinac Bakery might have been oh, the Lord. only other thing from this trip that I will also miss having in my life on a regular basis. I will basis. treasure. So Eileen found this and then we drove up and we were there maybe five minutes before they opened the first day. Because, yeah, we went both days and we get there and there's three older gentlemen that are sort of, you know, they've met outside. And I'm like, wait a minute the old men are here. This is where they, we have picked the right bakery because wherever the old guys pick to, they know, they know where there's good coffee, good food, and it's cheap. And they were not wrong. No. And they weren't going to the McDonald's, right? They were going to the local bakery. So I love that about them. So we walk in and it is like everything you want of an oldish timey bakery. Now Mm -hmm. it's not, it's not like when we were at the Lucadia Bakery in outside of uh, Encinitas, California, which is like a, a relic, right? This right. is clean. It's slightly more modern. 
Um, but it's still like pistachio colored walls and the molded plastic seating, yeah. bench seating. And but we walked in and these three guys walked in. The woman behind the counter, she's like, oh, she greets them all by name. She, they've got their like ceramic mugs that they have every yeah. single day. And she knew exactly what they ordered. And she was like, oh, let me get your sandwich for you. Let me do this. And I was like, oh, this is it. Like, you know, this is the place in town. Yep. If, if at 6 a.m. there's a line before they open, this right. is the place. And so we had discovered online before we went that they serve donuts that are the size of a dinner plate. They really are. They're huge. They're called the Big Mac Donuts. Um, they are astonishingly only $4. Yeah, and we got cheap. several of them because that's we what we do. So we, we got these giant donuts um, the first day we were there. We got two of those. We got like a sugar donut. We got this giant eclair thing filled with custard that I'm not even joking was the size of my forearm. And we and did, to be fair, we did like length. We didn't eat all of this. We did share with the, we shared with the class yeah. when we got back. We, yeah, we <laughs> took it back. We took it back to the class and we shared it. And it was so good. Like that is honestly, that Big Mac donut. Like, you oh know, things, when things get bigger, sometimes they're less tasty. No, this, this is like- good. Yeah, that's not a euphemism I'll be using again. Um, but sometimes <laughs> it's just, it's just, it was so good. It was like, it was so good. And so we cut it all up and a bunch of us ate it. And honestly, everybody who had some was like, this is amazing. Yeah. And so we shared it with everybody we were with in the group. Um, and then the next day we went back. And then actually I got a text the other day from one of the Bronco team members who was like, oh my God, we had to stop at the bakery before we left. And she like was <laughs> sending me photos of, of her eating like the cinnamon roll. And you and I, the second day got the cinnamon yes, roll, which was did. amazing. It was so good. And it was, we had coffee. Like it's just everything you want out of that experience. And like between yeah. the on the shore and, and that, it was just great. But we said goodbye to Mackinac City on the last day, yes. our third day. And we both had flights to catch. Yes, so we thought we, we both had flights to catch. We thought Turns we both had flights to catch. Only one of us had a flight to catch. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a story for another time. But anyway, so we 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 were hurrying down to Detroit, and as as it happens, you and I were going, we'll say at a clip, and with the expedition using all the fuel possibly available to us. Um, we decided to stop at Frankenmuth, which you've never been to Frankenmuth. No, I've heard about I've it, but I've never been. been. And it had all these signs that it was like all this German stuff, but chicken also, which I was confused about the focus Fried on chicken, chicken because I think of schnitzel when I think of German things, not necessarily chicken, but there you go. Frankenmuth chicken was a thing. So we were on the phone so with talking with a couple of our colleagues in the car and they suggested some place to us. Yes, yes. Craig Cole and Chad Kirshner from EV Pulse, who are lovely and have given Nicole and I nicknames that we will not share here Mm-mm. that we are big fans of. Um, yeah, you, you'll find out about them at another point. But anyway, so we've, we we called them and they recommended, I'm going to probably pronounce it wrong, but it's Zender's Marketplace. I think and that's it is right. a basement establishment um, inside. Now, Frankie Booth is kind of like a, a sanitized version of S- Slight Bavaria. Kind of, sorta. It's yeah. like it's like it's, it's like what, Bavaria meets Protestant New England. Yes, that's probably accurate. So like, am I in Revere? Am I in Revere, Massachusetts, Bavaria, or am I in like Frankfurt? Where am I? Well, and the thing was, Craig's like, okay, find this place. It's this white building. You're gonna go in. It's gonna be on the right. You're gonna go downstairs into the base. I'm like, wait, are you sending me to a random basement of some place? And this is at 10 a.m. too. Like, this is yeah. very much not like at a normal time of day for us to be adventuring. Yes. Um, so we did go. We we parked in the elongated bus parking slots because in an expedition, you you want are. To Sure, you have plenty of parking bus. space. Yes. Um, but we went there and it was everything I wanted it to be. Only yeah. the chicken establishment part was not open because it was not lunchtime yet. And we, so we will really be going to stick around. Yeah, we will at some point be going back to Frankenmuth to experience the chicken in the basement of Zenders. But instead, we like just looked around. There was all this stuff. You got some kind of candy thing. I got this strawberry rhubarb pancake. Oh, I got sponge uh, candy. Cake. Yeah, and I got this strawberry rhubarb 
pound cake thing that I brought home and it lasted for roughly 30 seconds before my husband ate it. It was so good. So it was, and they had, they had everything like, and there were people walking in and buying pastries, like bags and bags and bags of pastries. I'm like, I can't, I can't bring all this home. I have to, I know I can't bring home pastry again. So I did not bring yeah. just the tiny little mini loaf that I brought home and that was it, but it was really they did good. pie there. But we also did not have the pie because like I was going from there to another program um, and I wouldn't be home for another four days and you were going home. But also like you're kind of limited in your carry on situation. Right. And I had not planned for pie and you must plan ahead for pie. So now we know the next time we go up 75, the we next time plan. we're in Detroit, we're going to do sister bake, we're going to do sister pies. We're going to do Frankenmuth in the Zender's basement. We're going to get chicken. We're going to get pie from there. Mm-hmm. And we're going to fly home with our weight limit maxed out from our waist as well as our carry-ons. With all the and, uh, yeah, it was so good. It was, it was so good. It was delicious. So it was really fun. So we had, we had a, we had a great trip. I mean, it, and what was neat about it, you know, there was a road trip element to it. So it was kind of fun to actually road trip, go out to the middle of nowhere, drive this really rough and rugged vehicle, just hang up by a fire pit and then road trip back. It was, it was a very different drive program from what we typically get to do. And, Honestly, it was super fun. I thoroughly enjoyed it those was three super days fun. with Ford. Yeah. Yeah, I really did too. And I I also enjoyed, like I said, like I love that we traveled like on Juneteenth and we were Mm -hmm. had the ability to like take off the Apple Watch, put on the nice watch. Like it's just a reminder of simpler times. And I kind of felt like that's what it's about, right? Like you're getting down to the dirty details of off-roading. You're getting down to just staying at a hotel that's not a five-star hotel and just kind of getting back, almost like getting back to us, right? Because like we live this different life, but it's just kind of a little bit more closer to home of what you and I enjoy. It Um, is. And our daily lives when we're not out just being fabulous. Yes. Or whatever. Yeah. So after with a Frank and move, I drove you to the Detroit airport. I dropped you off. I bid you farewell. Um, we thought we wouldn't see each other again for a while. And wah, ha, 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 ha. The air gods had other plans. Um, you know, and that's just what it is. So we'll leave it there. So we've got an episode coming up in a few weeks uh, that stars the Rivian R1S, where I will tell yeah. you all about our trials and travails of getting to the Rivian R1S launch. Um, I am off to Spain this week. Nicole is off to, are you going anywhere this week? Actually, I'm doing a personal trip that should actually be really, really fun. I'm driving to uh, right. Gatlinburg, Tennessee in a little bit for the 4th of July holiday. And we have all sorts of cool road trippy stuff planned. So I probably have some fun stuff to show share with everybody about Gatlinburg and this one will be with my husband it's a getaway weekend I have been to Gatlinburg before and I will say this you will find there are a lot of parallels between Mackinac City in the heat of summer and Gatlinburg Tennessee I'm thinking that's possible it's a a thing I can't say it's high on my list of places to revisit but I look forward to hearing what you and, and your husband think of it we have a lovely Airbnb that we have booked and yeah I'm looking forward to getting away and the road trip it's we're road tripping it so I'm really I love driving it's in case you didn't know I kind of like cars so road tripping down there it's gonna be fun all right you have fun I will try and return back from Spain without being stuck in France although I am preparing to be stuck in France because of pilots and we'll see what happens there we'll talk to everybody next week and share our adventures from the road see ya 